Hello everyone and welcome once again to Pixel Prep. No, again with feeling. I, I don't want to do it again. Okay, don't then. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome once again to the podcast known as Pixel Prep. This is episode 31 and I am your host, Craig Broddle. Ooh, episode 30. No, it's episode 31. Yeah, okay. Either way, I got... 30 was the night before. Ah, right. The okay. wedding, yeah. Either way, I got tingles from that. Good Did show, you? chap. Excellent. I'm glad, I'm glad it tickled your testicles. It did. It made the hair stand up on end. Anyway, I'm Craig. I'm joined by Alex Jackson. Hello. And Mr. Chris Slinger. Welcome. And this, as I've said before, for a fucking third time, is Pixel Prep, the only podcast that can save the video game industry. Whether you believe it or not. It does. <laughs> we would completely understand if you didn't, to be fair. <laughs> well, you really should. I was thinking about that the other day. I was, uh, we were driving home, we were on the motorway, and I was like... How can I save the video game industry? <laughs> the only podcast that can save the video game industry. I'm fairly certain we're not doing a lot. <laughs> we could But it's the only tagline we've ever come up with yeah. and stuck with. Yeah. I mean, we could do a bit more. But to be fair, we could do a lot less. That's true, yeah. yeah. You don't see IGM or uh, I, I spots, you know... Saving the video game industry like we do, they need, How? To, they need to put their games up. What's hang on a second? So what? What are they? What are we doing that they're not? Personality and bucket loads of it. Mate, you've... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of uh, podcast beyond Brian Altano especially. It's fucking funny. Jonathan Dornbush can be a little bit wet, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> can it be rather moist he's still, at times? <laughs> he's still a he's still a good old laugh to listen to. He had a really good uh, interview actually with the developer behind the new game Falcon Age that's just come out. What's that? Um, it's a title that's just come out on PlayStation. It's on you know like their banners that they've got. You yeah, kind of yeah. Flick through the kind of featured items. Oh yeah. It's on there. Um, it's about. Uh, I think it's something like a, a young individual and this falcon that he manages to befriend and it sees the two of them as they develop through okay. life and their, their character arc. <laughs> Video um, game Kez. But I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's, it's actually really lucky that everyone here got that yeah. fucking joke. <laughs> For those who didn't, you didn't have good education as we did at school. Oh. <laughs> Having to read that fucking book. <laughs> Young Northern lad, his only friend, a falcon. Was it even a falcon? I think it was just like a rogue bird, wasn't it? No idea. Something was probably a pigeon. Anyway, so before we jump into the catch-up, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our contributors to the show. Yay. So we've got at 11-O-H-N-O-E-S. He's a good lad, I like him. At Yulana Dabs. Dabs is D-A-B-B-S. At the underscore carnival. At link underscore tin. Mm, at I like that. Brew yeah. Pounder. <laughs> I like that even more. <laughs> at Cactuar All Star. At Ali Bell 93. At Laura Lith. At Solm 67. Hey. And then personal friends Carl James and James Towson. Thank Can you all very much for your say friends. Acquaintances. No, we're saying friends. They're friends of the show. Okay, that's right. They're not personal ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that exactly, but if that's what you extrapolate from that statement, yes. It's, we're four minutes in and it's going so well. I know, right. So let's, soundly. Let's, jump, let's jump into the catch up. Who wants to lead the charge? Garslinger. Oh, well, I've just playing. What have I been playing? Oh, Second yeah. Row, Pretty much, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> let's be honest, what else the fuck I'm going to play? It's good. It is bloody good. And plus, also relevant, considering how many uh, games journalists have been bitching about it in an easy mode. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that. It doesn't need an easy mode. Mm. Um, I remember, although I do remember ages ago when the Dark Souls remastered one came out, and I did say that did need an easy mode. But that's only because there is one bit in Dark Souls that is pretty much unfair. It's when you hit Anor Londo and you've got two silver knights when you're trying to go up this very small, uh, kind of like roof narrowway bit. So Are you talking about to, the first Dark Souls? First Dark Souls, yeah, right, very okay. first ones. When you hit Anor Londo yeah. and you've got these big fuck off knights shooting big fuck off arrows at you. Oh, yeah. And as remember. soon as you get hit by one, boodoof, you yeah. come off. And that comes across more unfair than challenging. <laughs> I was like, I need an easy mode for that. Little did I know, I've been playing the original version. That shit got patched out. Oh, so, joke. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, so my easy mode for Dark Souls pretty much did happen. But no, Sakura does not need an easy mode. It is a tough jump when you mm. when you get in. And if you're not good with parrying, let's be fair, the parrying system in Dark Souls is shit yeah oh god yeah well you got to try and time it and but even more accurate in dark souls i say than in sakura and bloodborne bloodborne you can oh, right. see the the um the attacks coming a mile off sakura you can pretty much see the attacks coming as well you can learn from it yeah that's the thing i do like about sakura you do actually learn from the game right okay. so mm. i i you put it up on twitter the other day when we were talking about this you ring a bell and then bam hard mode oh yeah you get a harder right. mode <laughs> so why do we need a harder mode Basically, you get more item drops and more money. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You get higher, you get higher XP, higher money, and just more challenging. Because okay. I think at the end of the day, from uh, was it from SquareSoft? Not SquareSoft. From Soft software. From software. That's yeah. it. It's too many squares. <laughs> <laughs> too many softs. Um, they know they they know their audience does like challenging games. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty much why they added it in. Mm. Um, but you can also get rid of it anytime you want. So you basically go to this bell which is easy to access once you're there ring it mm. and you play through the game a little bit harder if it's kicking your ass too much get rid okay. you can just um, well do you go back to it once you've done it and oh, then no, ring it again ring it again it activates hard mode again for you right okay but all you get is like more xp more money mm. uh better items yeah it doesn't really change it that much uh but saying once you get a parry system down you do feel like you're actually fighting oh okay and that's oh you're gonna say you're gonna say darling come on Usual words. Well, I was going to ask, because this, this is the first English. From Software game that's had more of a narrative backing, hasn't it? Yeah, and it yeah. does benefit from it. And there's there's more of a story element than there have been for previous games. Oh, yeah, you're actually following a story. Well, that's the thing, because with Dark Souls, you just get dumped onto it. And you go, do. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, right. Okay. This is the world. It hates you. Get used to it. Yeah. 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 And it, it, that's very much a game that tells you the story by having you play out the story mm. which sounds ridiculous but I mean like, no, you, we know what you mean it's there's dark. no story as such but there's the lore of the world yeah, which yeah, you yeah. experience by playing the game yeah. I suppose yeah. is what I mean you pretty much get like a goal saying ring this bell in Dark Souls 1 yeah um, but anything any other information you want to get from it you it's in the background it's fluff text so you have to read the items mm -hmm. as they come up as the loading screen comes up it'll come with various different bits and bobs and you learn it from reading it or as you do what me just watch the Varty video videos which are very good <laughs> <laughs> so because this has got more of a, a story element to it mm. do you think that it would be an, a reasonable idea to implement a story an easy mode as such Oh, well, yeah. an easy mode. The thing is, yeah. what is easy is difficult for some. Exactly. What is difficult for some is easy for yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because difficulty is subjective. Yeah. Very much so. And just so I can ring this fucking point again, is not a matter of accessibility. No. It's not. No. It's like when we played um, Mario on your birth on your wedding day. Yeah. Mm. That was fucking hard. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it yeah. Was. <laughs> <laughs> we died a lot to that. Yeah, it was we cool. did, but 
Well, the uh, controls that were very easy access, mm. weren't they? We didn't stumble, although saying that, yeah. as age has gone on, having the run button where it was, it's not good news. Well, when we like, played Mario Kart, it, yeah. it's completely different to how I play it now. Yeah, and exactly. And, and Limbo, when we played Limbo the day before your wedding, that kicked our asses a few times. It did, yeah. yeah. But this is this is what I mean. Like, do you think it would be a good idea from forget it from a from a fan point of view? Mm. Do you think from software are missing a trick by not implementing, say, an easier mode? I don't know how much work that would be, but it could, as a result, boost their sales and increase their exposure and coverage of this game. I I don't because I think that's what that's what the sell of from software games mm. are. Yeah, this it's, is their selling point. This yeah. is the selling point. If you want a challenge that doesn't hold your hand through how many ever many hours it's going to take you to complete the game yeah. buy our game yeah yeah from software that's it, what they that, do. that's yeah. what yeah. they do and that's what I've, I've always been intrigued about their games by because when i first played dark souls i didn't know any of the law no me neither i didn't know what i was doing it, it sort of that's what got me involved in watching let's plays on youtube yeah. is, mm. is watching someone else go through it and as you watch that and then you play it yourself, you then pick up on, on bits and pieces. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember how that works and all that sort of stuff. So I, I don't think they should. I, I think they leave it as it is. It works fine for me. So one, one of the biggest, uh, I mean, no, if they, if they wanted to make uh, Sakura or any of the Dark Souls games a bit a little uh, less challenging, all you had to do is just pretty much drop the damage you take from enemies. That's the one thing that will wreck you in Sakura is the damage from bosses. Mm. Uh, there's one mini boss called Orin of the Water. And she pretty much takes you out in two hits. Wow. Mm. Um, if you haven't got the parry rights, but she is worth it because one thing that Sakura has over Dark Souls is when you finish off an enemy, when you get a certain skill, you get your health back. Oh, okay. Which does once you've got that, you are pretty much railing through that game proper. So yeah. you can you have more confident in taking hits. Um, also, with the resurrection mechanic, once you kind of got this nailed, it makes it far more interesting. Because you can come back. So when you die first time, you have mm. a resurrection node and you come back. Yep. If you die a second time, depending on what it is, that's your true death. Now, when you go against a boss, you can get one resurrection node back from delivering a death blow. Because okay. usually a lot of bosses have uh, two health bars. Mm. So you kill them once, they come back, you kill them a second time. At first you're thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. Mm. Until you realise you get another chance to recover. That's almost like your halfway point. That's your checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you die first time round, kill it, comes back, you've got that chance to yeah, yeah. last a little bit longer. Um, so if anything, if they're going to scale anything, maybe scale the damage that they receive. But besides from that, not really. Yeah. Yeah. If you were going to make the game easier, you're talking about you know bringing down the damage rate. Yeah. Anything else, That's really? Not really. That's pretty much it. I know one of the criticisms that it has received from a lot of games critics is saying that uh, you can't customise your character as much. Mm. So when you're in Dark Souls, mm -hmm. you can be a magic user, yeah, a faith yeah. build, etc., etc. Kind of felt that would be the case with a more narrative-driven game. Though. Yeah, but the thing is, with, with those Dark Souls games where you decide which class you want to be, mm. you've got to decide from the beginning what you want to yeah, be. Yeah. There's, it's, it's not like you have a warrior class who's like built like guts from Berserk, who's like, yeah. you know, he's got his fucking massive sword... You tanked him 50 in strength. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you think, you know what? I'm going to do magic now yeah, yeah. because you're going to be grinding until no tomorrow. That's why I picked the um, the lowest character in Dark Souls. Yeah, really. the deprived. Because it gives Bring you... Bring cloth. Because you, you, you start off with rank 10 on every mm. sp particular skill set. Mm -hmm. So you then build your character on how you play the game. Right. So, okay. so you've got nine presets and then you've got 
one which basically says have it whichever way you want. Okay. Um, but no, it doesn't need a, doesn't need any no, similar ideas. It is good. It is what it is. It's a bloody good game. I can see why some people won't like it because it's not hack and slasher. You don't go into every single boss and go slash, 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 which is it's fair for it because there's only been two games in recent history that I know of that have given me that on the edge of the seat adrenaline rush when you're trying to beat a boss. Mm. One of them is Bloodborne, the other one is Sakura. Mm. Because you're almost there and you can see it whittling down. You see it, you're almost there. And then, poof, you don't even, you do not feel a better sense of relief when that happens. <laughs> like, fuck yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I beat the Guardian 8. That is a bloody good fight, actually, the Guardian 8. <laughs> Those who don't know about it, you go against this big fuck off 8, big albino ape, and he's got this blade stuck in his neck. You beat him the first time, you jump up, you give him his death blow, and then you get the blade and you chop his head off. So the head comes plopping off, comes up with a wind sign, shinobi execution. You feel the boss. You've done it. You've yeah. beaten this thing. <laughs> oh shit, it wakes up. It grabs its head, it grabs its sword, it comes after you like anything. And it's bloody. It also returns as well with his missus. Not as tough actually, second time round. <laughs> Alex, what have you been up to? Um, more films and video games. Ooh, yeah, what have you been watching? Um, we watched. Uh, I watched The Incredibles 2. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that was quite good. Um, yesterday we watched Red and Red 2, the Bruce Willis action films. Yep. Again, they're very good. Second one, not as good as the first one, but they're, they're still easy to watch. I can't really remember the second one. I love the first. The, fir the first one's the fantastic. Um, the second one has Catherine Zeta Jones in it. Oh, it has everyone. So, Catherine yeah. Zeta Jones, Helen Anthony Mirren. Hopkins, uh, Helen Mirren, the usual cast from yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, what else have we been watching? Oh, we, we, not tip, not film, but uh, Game of Thrones, we're watching season seven at the minute. Because Getting it comes to... out tonight, so, people. So excited. Cannot wait for that. That's it. Roll updates. It's on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. If not, it came out yesterday, people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there is one film that I'm really excited to see. It comes out on May the 3rd. It's John Wick. The, no, it's the Ted Bundy film with Zac oh, Efron. Yes. Yeah. It comes straight to Sky on, on May the 3rd. Yeah, I'm really, really excited Miranda about Sky, it. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've had to have a proper read into where you can watch that because it's only in select Yeah, series. I know, yeah. Whilst it's been picked up by Netflix, it's not coming to Netflix UK. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but I think because <laughs> Sky's, think got, Sky's it. got it, and yeah. it's, therefore it's coming to Sky Cinema. Yeah, so then once so, they've had their fill of it, it'll probably then go to Netflix. Yeah, it might UK. very well do, yeah. But it's, yeah. I, well, I don't know, it's... But I'm super annoying. excited for that. And then I'm hoping that I've got a chance to go see Endgame on my birthday. Yeah. Well excited for that. Yeah, we're... I don't blame you for being excited for that. We're looking at... Yeah. Three-hour-long film, apparently. That'll be fine. Be we're fun. looking at it's Endgame for the yeah. early part of May. We've I've just gone and seen uh, Captain Marvel. What do you think of it? Because um, I've seen it. Yeah, so-so. It's, it's a good film. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Um, there were some bits where, I, like, every, for some reason, even though it's been out for a little while now... We walked into the cinema and it was still packed, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. There's <laughs> like, a lot of Marvel fans out there. Like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's Saturday night, let's go to the cinema, or Friday night, let's go to the cinema. I'm like, it's uh, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, yeah. let's go to the cinema. <laughs> yeah. Why, Craig? Because no fucker will be there. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Like, that's why I like it. <laughs> Except everyone has the same mindset as you, and they yeah. all go, it's yeah. Tuesday, no one's going to be there. Oh, shit. Everyone's yeah. here. So we, we went to see it, and there were certain bits where everyone was like, giggling away and I was like it's not that funny but 
this is the Marvel humour I've come yes. to realise. Yeah. Like where where Samuel L. Jackson's going up to goose the cat and he's like, Oh my god, look at you, you're so cute and everyone's like, Ah and I'm like, It's not that funny. No. <laughs> but this is this is the level of humour that I've I find now uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, Captain Marvel, especially with its treatment of Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and a couple of other bits. This is Marvel humor. Yeah, that's much. what I'm going to yeah. brand it, and I'm seeing it a lot. And yeah. it makes me a little bit like, oh, I'm, I'm getting very fatigued on it. I still watch them because yeah. I grew up with these, these yeah. stories. Like, I, I want to know what happens next. I want to see the films. But also, give me another Spider Man into the Spider Verse because that mm. film's amazing. Yes, that Do was you know awesome. I mean? Been so, watching that recently, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because download it. I was like, yes, this is happening. So, watch this now. It's definitely not the worst. Film, I say Marvel it's universe at all. I don't see. I don't see it as upper tier, but it's past mid tier. I yeah. say it's not low down. Let's say with the first Thor movie, the second Thor movie, and actually Homecoming. Yeah, I, I know, watched Homecoming again today. The only thing, the thing I, yeah. Michael Keaton saves Homecoming, but yes. it's not great. No, um, hoping Far From Home or Spidey Euro Trip. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Homecoming that strikes me is that. I, it's it's not that it's a bad film. It's not. It's a film that had a lot of potential and didn't act on it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That's that's kind of how it feels for yeah. me. Is that I'm like, why aren't you doing more? I think the problem I had with Homecoming was it was a lot resting on Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. Rather than Peter being his own it was character. Basically, an Iron Man. It's pretty much Iron Man. Sequel, wasn't it? It's was yeah. Iron Man three point five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or Civil War one point five, something like yeah. that. Or Civil War epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and basically it was just Parker running around trying tra- well actually having more of a crush on Tony Stark than he did on Liz yeah. which yeah, was right, right. really cool hey Happy is, is Tony there because I really want to speak to him okay I'm just ready for our next mission fuck off Peter yeah. <laughs> in fact that's the problem the worst thing about Homecoming was Parker and yeah. that's horrible to say um, any others mm, just going through Brooklyn Nine-Nine she's just started watching that Lauren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was yeah, really enjoying that. You did say earlier, actually. No, I was yeah, watching... Um, what season are you up to with that? Uh, season three now. All oh, right. Where Holt's just gone into the PR department. Yeah. And he's dressed as a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, pigeon Holt's is the best. And then they get the Vulture as their, their new captain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vulture's oh, awesome. But I was watching... Um, uh, one night I was watching on Facebook, there was a 20-odd minute... Interview with Terry Crews, yeah, oh, uh, cool. on GQ, and it was sort of his top ten big roles, yeah. And he, he the big one was Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. And he said, you know, the the production lot was basically saying, this is your character, his name's going to be Terry, as if to say, we want you, mm. yeah. And he was like, I, I have to take it because if I don't. I'm going to be kicking myself because that's me and they've just got someone else. Yeah. But he was really complimentary of all the, all the actors saying, look, we'd only been on set for about 10 minutes and we felt like we'd been working together for years. Yeah. And he's a, he's a really interesting man, Terry Crews, but he's so funny on that show. Do you remember when the whole Me Too movement started? Yeah, he got sexually harassed. Um, he did, yeah. Yeah, and he spoke about that. He spoke yeah. about being at, um, was it a party that was hosted by Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like and it wasn't Adam Sandler, but there was someone there that was somehow, it wasn't a celebrity, but it was like a producer or someone that was somehow affiliated with yeah, him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Groping Terry Crews. It, it was Groping Terry Crews. And yeah. I didn't realise that. Terry Crews, he's like an ex-NFL player. Yeah, or something. He is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a fucking tank of a man. Yeah, he like, is. He's and the notion that he is, 
if you watch that interview, he he comes across like ev- everyone watches Terry Crews and they're like, yeah, it's Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine Nine or, or no Spice, you know, it's yeah, yeah from the old Spice Power! adverts or from the Expendables films, mm. and then, or yeah, from White Chicks, yeah. <laughs> and then you like you watch this interview and you're like, holy shit, Terry Crews has switched on on a whole other level. Oh god, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. never even considered. Yeah, it's fantastic. Terry Crews is almost like another version of Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, as in like he's a genius. He mm. is. Yeah, it's he's wonderful. I love anything with Terry Crews in it. Yeah. I'll try and give it a go because I think that one's Terry. Is. He's just so funny. Um, he's universally loved. Terry so Crews can Ter- do no wrong. Terry loves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going Terry as well. Quickly swing through mine. I've been playing Nino Kuni two. Yes, we like. Let's move on. Every, I went and got every every alert on Twitter. Oh, yeah, Nino no, Kuni, right. new trophy. I went and got Hollow Knight. Yes, I saw that as well. Which I saw your video is, uh, on that. 2D Metroidvania-ish kind of game. That wow. came out very awkwardly. It, it did, because there, there, are times, <laughs> there are times where I'm like, I don't know if I'm using these terms correctly. You were using that term very correctly. Well done. Um, but it's, it's cool. Like, I've put up a, a quick little one-minute video of me trying to fight off it's obviously not a boss, but it's someone that's way bigger than I am. That thing looked like a tank and then some. Yeah. I got... You look like you got slapped by a dumb beetle on roids. I did. Yeah. Like, I got massive. I got <laughs> smacked about, and then like as soon as I, but it struck me as very Dark Souls because the second I was like, I kind of learned the pattern here, and then so you died. You, so <laughs> then what you could see is like I got smacked about for a bit, went to the side, healed up, jumped in, and then just started like jumping around his attacks and like smacking him and going back, and yeah. I didn't lose another beat of health once I'd figured out his attack yeah. pattern. It was quite cool. I saw that. I was so, quite impressed with that. But anyway, I don't know. The, I know the game, but I've never played the game. Yeah, um, it's, it's quite cheap at the minute. It's down from something like twelve pound to five fifty. Okay, so not cheap enough. Anyone, Let me know when it's two fifty. Anyone's <laughs> interested? It's there. Um, I've got Zone of the Enders two second runner. That's the better version as well. I'm waiting to play it. I've not got round to it yet, but it's quite a heavy story. So mm. I'm like, where's it's a, just gonna. Where's a Kojima game? Yeah, you expect? Yeah. <laughs> so, Press X now to go through script. But I reached out to you guys, my my friends out there on the internet, and Your I fans. asked you guys to let us know what you've been up to. So Eleven wrote in and said, "Hey, I'm not too sure if I'm doing this too late, but if you really want to know what I've been up to, it's mostly spending too much money on video games." Good lad. Yeah. Uh, finally got his glasses so that he can go and actually see the games that he's buying as well. Even better. I'm a little bit worried that he's been blindly buying just about anything. <laughs> just closing it up. Uh, that one. Are you sure you want to buy this one, sir? Yes. Instead of like Beach Volleyball 3, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've made my, my choice he's gone and, uh, I got a collection of Assassin's Creed books uh, and oh, ordered wow. a gold... What was it? A gold class uh, fancy reclining seats lots of space and people waiting on you uh, like in restaurants uh, tickets for Endgame so he's oh, gone and wow. got himself some fucking high yeah, end scenes yeah, that yeah. man is doing it right uh, probably all for an entertainment podcast but would uh, would be interested <laughs> say for all ages you, you may not have listened to us before no, that's not <laughs> that's, never that's not happen. really what we're up to and then he sent me a picture of his recent collections so you can see there he's gone picked up Metro Exodus oh, oh I like those uh, pigs Lego Movie 2 on PS4 Dynasty Warriors 9 um, Far Cry New Dawn The Division 2 and then over on Switch he's got oh, Go got Vacation NBA oh, wow. 2K19 and there he's got piggies <laughs> yeah boy there's, there's his collection of Assassin's Creed books the Black Flag book is really good is it's it? a really good read yeah i enjoyed it do they follow the games 
specifically? The oh, because I'm it's quite been a while since I read it. But no, it was to do. Come on, Alex, use your words. No, no, I'm, try, I'm just trying to remember because it, I, I, it's a, it was a brilliant read, but I just it's so long ago now. But no, it was. <laughs> it was that good. It made you speechless. Yeah, it was dealing with Edward Kenway while he was out in the Caribbean, but it also developed his story at home as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, I, I really good read. Uh, we've got an email here from Colm. He says, hi. Hey, hey Colm. First time email, long time stalker. I am your oldest listener. Smiley and face. also Alex's number one fan. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of you all. So how many of you are there? Fucking Sam, three. <laughs> he's put Sam, uh, Craig slash Rodney, Chris and Alex. Is that all? So yeah. So I, I did email back, but for clarity, I'm Craig, but occasionally also known as Rodney or Broddle or Broad. Right. Rodney's Any more nicknames do you give him? No, well, non-complimentary. You really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm telling to Slinger because he's usually yeah. the one that gives you a different name each week. The other ones that you'll hear, Slinger, you're, you're Chris. Yes. But you're occasionally referred to as with your surname, which is Slinger. Yes. And that's about it. And yeah. people don't believe that. Um, they don't believe it's my name. No. Alex <laughs> is Alex, but occasionally referred to as Jacko or Jackson. Oh, because oh. I've heard you refer to him as that. Yeah. And or Tankinator. Tankinator, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tankinator. Um, why still come up? I've come up some brilliant ones in the past. Oh, damn it. Tankmaster was the other one. Tankmaster was good. Yeah, also, yeah. Tankonaut, Tankinator, um, The Living Speed Bump. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> the Living Speed... Anyway, let's move on. Because I'm big and I will slow people up. He... <laughs> Colin goes on. He says, congratulations to Samantha and Craig for growing up and being responsible young adults. Well, that's a lie. Yeah. You got when are the rest of you getting hitched? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. probably not for a while, but Alex, you've got some news. Yeah, Lauren and I are moving in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come the end clap, of clap. May. Um, I've already dibsed her spare room. That is now my man cave. I do like the way you did that. Do you want to move in, mate? Yeah, I never get a spare room. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's mine. <laughs> Alex just turned up like with lawyers on either side. Like, <laughs> have some demands. It's like a property version of that scene from Fifty Shades. Here's my business proposal for yeah. you, darling. <laughs> Sign here, don't read. Yeah. Um, uh, mate, I've got quite are. a few boxes to tick before I get married. Yeah. Yeah. Kleenex boxes. I have a lot of boxes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, just imagine came. walking down the aisle and there's a Kleenex box and he just grabs inside, <laughs> gets a tissue because he's crying. <laughs> I'm doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> Colin goes on and asks, will Craig and Samantha be too preoccupied with grown-up stuff to continue on the podcast? No. No. If Craig doesn't no. do this, this he'll kill he, himself. Yes. <laughs> Literally, up until the point, like, we do this once every three weeks, up until the point that we start looking at having kids, I'm still going to be here. So but even that. after that as well, because you want to break them little bastards. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he writes, I've noticed that I'm following you all on Twitter, but the only one following me is Alex. To be fair, <laughs> uh, to be fair, I was following you through the Pixel Prep account, but not through my personal one. That's I have rectified you. that. Um, Slinger, I can't speak for you. Uh, he asks how your climbing is going, however. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost getting to that point in that blue route. You know the blue route? Which yeah. You, yeah. It's, haven't got it yet, but I'm so going to get it done this week. We will make sure that we continue to video and upload them to the page, so please keep an eye on that. Although I'm loving that photo you took of Nick after he failed his route. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll put that up. <laughs> that was brilliant. It just looks like he sat crying into his hands. <laughs> Uh, so he poses some questions for us, which is nice because we'll come on to this and then what we'll do is we'll go into our questions for idiots. But if you don't play video games or watch movies as your favourite hobbies, what other hobbies do you have? 
Obviously rock climbing. Yes. In fact, video games is the least amount of time I spend out of my hobbies. Yep. Yeah. So I do rock climbing, which I enjoy. Used, used to do a bit of boxing and uh, martial arts. Don't do it so much these days. Yeah. Uh, run, exercise, read, and what else? oh yeah, do drawing, but that's to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than actually being a hobby, I want to actually make some bank from that. So yeah, I do quite a fair bit. Um, mainly football, cricket, American sports, and World War Two history. Yeah. That's that's it. That keeps me busy. Um, cool. Mainly read non-fiction history books. Um, yeah, you, you big I, history buff, you. Yes, man. That should I, be your internet handle, history buff. Sixty-nine. What, with a, with like Terry Crews. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean by buff. You know. See, I go, Terry I go rock climbing history. at least once a week. You know what? I'm well after I got you into that. I am. Yeah. I go rock climbing at least once a week. I'm trying to get back into going running at least once a week. Um, I've. I've recently picked up the Stephen King's Dark Tower series again, so I'm back into my reading. I'm quite happy about that. Um, and then there's just my ever-growing record collection. I've just gone and picked up the greatest hits by Queen. Nice. Oh, it's a good album. Nice. Yeah. Which one? Hits one, two, or three? One. Ooh. One. But I do actually have the Platinum Collection on CD. Okay. So I've gone and put that on my iTunes, then burnt it to my phone, so I've got all three albums on my phone. <laughs> just, just have you seen the, the film? Yes, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it? It's amazing. It, it, Rami Malek has absolutely outdone himself. He is incredible. Because I'm, I'm really wanting to see that. See it. Yeah. See it. Honestly, if you've got any interest whatsoever, yeah, even yeah. if you don't, just go watch it. Because apparently the, the bit at the end where they do Live Aid at Wembley, yeah, it's near enough a spit of what he did. Yeah, so yeah, he's incredible. Uh, he then asks, "What's your uh, favorite game ever made? Ooh, ever made? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go back in time. I'm actually going to say, I actually was thinking about this. Um, probably Monkey Island. Monkey Cause Island because it's one of the first ones. Cool. Anything about it in particular? Yeah, it's character and it's funny. It's got you know you got these Guybrush Threepwoods. Threepwood, should I say, is a hero you don't see much these days in the sense that he's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Usually you get like your um, invincible characters. So yeah, you're you Nathan know, Drake's. Yeah. Well, even even Nathan Drake being a bit of a bumbling idiot at times, he's still a pretty much a one man army. He's not. Yeah. I mean, he's not like your Master Chiefs or your Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. But Nathan Drake still pretty much is your one man army. Mm. You can just gun through entire countries of people without you know any sort of repercussions. But Guybrush Streetwood is a bit of a bumbling twat. And for that, you kind of love him for it. You know, he wants to be a mighty pirate that no one takes him seriously for. And that's where the humour kind of builds from. Uh, so, yeah, probably the first Monkey Island game, so it's my all-time favourite. Favourite video game? This is too tough. Well, I'll go for a top five then. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Leader. Yeah. Is that uh, the GameCube one? That was the GameCube one. That was awesome. Star Wars Rebel Assault 2. I'm sensing a lot of Star Wars themes here. No. Uh, Hearts of Iron 4. Oh. Gotta be on there. Um, <laughs> yes, the more you fucking play it, better the, be. <laughs> the Football Manager series. Oh, there's not a particular one. All yeah. of them there. So that's four. Fifth one. Um, Battlefield one. Okay, now okay. narrow it down to three. No, oh, those five. They're my babies. Are my children? <laughs> don't make me I'm, choose. I was wondering about. I really did not know where to go with this, but I keep coming back to it. I played through it several times. Mass Effect two. Mm. Absolutely mm. love it. Yeah. Right, it's, um, well, you were a massive, massive effect really. I was, yeah. fanboy for had, the first um, for the, the main trilogy. I had you three were, games. Right. I had Andromeda, and I had three of the books as well. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I, I loved them. I thought that universe was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But you could be Fem Shep. Most hated game ever made. See, this one actually gave you oh, more that's problems. So fucking easy. Is it? Go for it. City of Lost Children. Really? I thought okay. it was a film. No, it's a PlayStation game. All right. right. This is how old it is. And oh, it was so there was nothing that made sense about the game in any way, shape, or form. There was no clear direction. The characters were just so weird. At one point, you had... Sounds like my kind of game, actually. At one point, you had two girls that were basically the twins out of The Shining, and it was set in France. And it was just... It was was fucking horrible. Sure wasn't based off the movie? Because there is a movie called City of Lost Children. It's a French movie. I think Ron Perlman was in it as well. It might have been. He had to speak French. He couldn't understand a single word of language. It might have been based on the film, but the game... Oh, just... Yeah, no. That's that's it for me. Anything in particular? See, this one actually gave me more trouble thinking of than (laughs) favourite game because... I'm quite select when it comes to picking my game. So Crazy Taxi? Take... No, I love that game. <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> so I could easily pick a game that I don't like, but I've never played it, so therefore mm. it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah. So it's like say, oh, Fortnite sucks. Do you play it? No, but I know it sucks. Yeah. So I have to think of one <laughs> yeah. I actually played. It's yeah. one of those people that are, oh, fucking Bloodborne's terrible. So you don't you don't play it then? No. Like, well, I've never played Could it. it. Well, no. how, how, and do how do you know? know? Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just sucks, right? You know, guy. Um... So actually, I was thinking Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, wow. Because of the sheer length of cutscenes and codecs you get from that game. Yes. So while the gameplay itself, especially Metal Gear Solid 4, yeah. I feel is quite sound, it's getting to that the point. the interaction of it. Yeah. yeah, so good examples in Metal Gear Solid 4. You're riding along, cutscene, Snake's got his hood up in the back of a wagon. Him talking about war, old man style. Yeah. War never changes. The game does, but war never. Gets out. Okay, good. I can play the game. Move along a little bit. Another cutscene. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Cutscene's over. Move along a little bit more. Another cutscene. Like, am I ever going to play this fucking game or what? Mm. So, yeah, probably Metal Gear Solid 2 or Metal Gear Solid 4. I know there's been clips in games that I have not liked and made me go, this is terrible. One of the big things that stood out for me was actually the special stage in Sonic Heroes. That okay. was fucking unplayable. What about you? I honestly can't say. Because like, the thing is, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I don't know what... The games I've got, I like playing. Mm. Uh, that's the thing. That's why you've got them. Yeah. Exactly, you you yeah. know what you're talking about. Uh, well, put this way. Which are the games you like playing? What's the bits that annoy you the most out of them? Because um, there's always a bit where you okay, come to and you don't like. Any Assassin's Creed stealth mission where I have to eavesdrop on some fucker. Mm. <laughs> that shit can get in the bin. It's like uh, the Water Temple so, yeah. from Oracle of Time. Everyone fucking hates that shit. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Oh. So yeah, thank you, Colin, for writing in. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'll follow you now on Twitter. And uh, lastly, James Towson. I put this. I put a button up on our Pixel Prep Facebook page. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow us on there, that's fine. Neither does anyone else. No. But <laughs> <laughs> including us three. Out of the fifteen people that follow us on there, one of us. I put a button up, and it said, "We're recording on Sunday. Give us a great questions for idiots, as well as letting us know what you've been up to. You can always drop us a message using the button below." And James Towson Jimmy T. replied to that by just sending a thumbs up emoji. Oh, thanks, James T. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I had to write to him and go, James, you're supposed to tell us what you've been up to. <laughs> and he, he then wrote, working. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. Oh. And then he wrote back to me again going, I've been watching the Marvel films in order from the MCU. 
Um, I'm on 11 out of 21 before Adventures End Games comes out on the 25th. Okay, oh. okay. So that's okay, dedication. So, so yeah. whereabouts are you on that? And he's yeah. been watching them in this set order. So this he, is the viewing order. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. So that's... It goes uh, Captain America, First Avenger, then Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Incredible... Sorry, Iron Man 2, then Thor, then Hulk, then Avengers, then Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America Winter Soldier, Gone into the Galaxy... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Doctor Strange, Thor, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and then finally leading on to Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out before Doctor Strange? No, no, no. No, this is just... As a, in, like, no, is, I mean, yeah, in Chronicle, that's what I mean, because I would have thought Ant-Man and the Wasp happened yeah. just before... Endgame is in like the same time as Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, because at the the end scene yeah. uh, is that Michelle Pfeiffer and then the other two. Who yeah. Oh, that's when he goes into the vortex, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So they disappear. I yeah. said that would have been the last one, really. Yeah. They did a thing on um, Facebook where they simultaneously did that when Thanos clicked his fingers. Yeah. And they can't but, disappear. Yeah, they, that's when they showed them. Yeah. So yeah, he's been cracking on with that, and he's now on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Wow. At least he was at the time that he spoke to us. I tell you what, Jimmy T has been up to. Promoting other companies yeah, they don't I work don't, for. I don't do that, honestly. <laughs> Jimmy T. We're not, not going to talk about that. <laughs> right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back in a minute with your great questions for idiots. Well, hey. Rocket. Right then, welcome back. So, now we've got our great questions for idiots. So, Brad Carney kicks us off and says... I have to think of stupid questions, right? Okay, so how about this? Should all games integrate a battle royale mode to keep up with trends? No. Yes. A thousand times yes. Yeah, sure. Every single game needs a battle royale mode, regardless right. what it is. Tetris has a battle royale mode. It needs to happen. It does now, actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Tetris 99. That shit actually looks insane and intense as anything. How does um, the Tetris battle royale work? 99 people all play at the same time. And then you target which one you want to send your blocks to. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, it sounds really good, actually. It's yeah. incredible when you consider how relevant Tetris still is in this day. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. before it was just a nice, casual, play by self, you know, yeah. puzzle game. Now, fuck that yeah. shit got Proper real. Yeah. So, yes, a thousand times yes. Cool. Um, Brew Pounder writes in, or Mike, who's currently playing Trails of Cod Steel, and he says, I'm getting into N64 soundtracks today. If you could only hear music like it, uh, sorry, like it is produced by a console of the past, what console would you pick? All music you hear sounds to you like it was produced on that console. Mega Drive, Sonic 2. So I was thinking about this, I was like, what's my favourite chiptune fucking music? And I always go back and I always think about... Um, what's it called? Mario. Yeah, I always think about Mario, and that's kind of which is probably what you can hear in the background now. Um, I don't know if I would want everything to be like that. No, that'll be a living hell. I have two that I will incessantly hum: Mario and Tetris. Can you actually can you actually count Tetris' own thing though before it came out for that? I don't know. Either way, it's know. awesome. But yeah, no, oh, yeah. you'll love the song then. You have to YouTube it when mm. you finish this. Uh, band called Pig with the Face of a Boy, and the song is the complete, uh, complete history of the Soviet Union to the melody of Tetris. Yeah, and it is literally that. It's a history lesson on the Soviet Union. <laughs> the Tetris. Tetris the I am the man who arranges the blocks and the people. <laughs> Google it, YouTube it. Bloody brilliant! But you can even buy it. I do. Oh dear. 
Um, okay, so another question we've just gone and received from Samantha. Oh, she's telling us to shut up in here. <laughs> no, she's asked me when we were doing the catch up why I didn't mention the fact that I had a wedding, I had a honeymoon, and I went to London as well. We've had nothing but that for the last few Yeah, <laughs> I, I went on about it as well for the last episode. So but it's a very low key event, not, as, not even we knew about it. Just, Did you go in here? Just to no, recap no. that. Just to recap that, yet the day after our last episode, um, I got married. She didn't. She ultimately um, altered. Well done, Samantha. And I was still expecting a no. Then we ended up <laughs> we ended up going to Cyprus for our honeymoon, um, which was again a lot of fun. There are going to be hopefully some decent pictures of us from said honeymoon. Uh, we went on a four by four like uh, buggy oh, wow, trip cool. across like uh, the beach and things like that and yeah. into the mountains that was fucking brilliant you got drunk a lot didn't you um, we did get drunk a lot we were all inclusive at adults only hotel we did oh, nothing wow. <laughs> we just we constantly drank um, and then uh, not long ago literally just the other day it was Samantha's birthday um, and I took her to London I took her to see The Lion King in theatre that's, that's how even, it goes. That's not even that. Yeah. It's not, even, not close. even close. Not even that close. is like that's spot on. That but that was, that was also I took really everyone there. Um, so we'll, we'll move on. Uh, Yulana writes in and says, I've got a couple. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Egg. All right. Uh, and <laughs> Obviously. Also, what qualifies as a real gamer? <laughs> no one. <laughs> it's, just, it's just if you like playing games you're a real gamer really ain't yeah, it yeah. you can put in categories if you want to be casual which is what I say I am yeah but or that's it it's, it's hardcore about... if you want to like just obsess about this shit really mm-hmm. um, it depends on the amount of hours you put in as you say casual gamer you could have, you could be well you could still be shit and put a lot of hours into a game couldn't you you could yeah. put like 400 hours into Dark Souls and can't even get past the first boss this is, this is true yeah. I saw I saw one of our other followers Jaffa Cake wondering about this the other day and I wrote to her and I said it's just safe to assume that the answer is no you're not a gamer, I'm not a gamer, no one at this table is a gamer, no one has ever been a gamer, nor will they ever be a gamer, just because that way, no one can ever continue to turn around to you and go, you're not a real gamer, because <laughs> no one's a gamer. First of all, you can call yourself a professional gamer if you get paid for playing yeah, games, that's pretty that's much it. your top. If, so every, everyone is a gamer, unless yeah. you're a professional gamer, yeah, as you mean, say, you get paid to do it. Yeah, you um, play a game, you're a gamer, yeah. you know, you've got categories in that, but yeah, yeah. if you're one of these people that gets very, very snobby and goes, huh, you play Pokemon, I'm sorry. That's you're not, not a, a real game. That's not a real that's game. That's a lie. Yeah. Then fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, saying, um, oh what, you only watch, you only watched a... Uh, Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, you're not a real movie goer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Link Legend Gaming wrote in and he says, if YouTube or Twitter were as popular back when the Vita was launched, would the people have promoted it with more love? The Sony didn't do a good job. Or would they have slammed it quicker on social media, nailing its coffin sooner? I don't know. You feel that. You're, yeah. the, you're the Vita expert. I honestly think that if it was given a little bit more love through uh, YouTube and Twitter and things like that, Again, I don't know what the platforms were like back when it was launched, but I think it would have helped promote it further. Mm. And I don't think that would have nailed the coffin shop quite so quick. But at the end of the day, Sony were not interested in backing this. No, No, they weren't. They're getting smacked by Nintendo's uh, DS whatever. Um, Charles Bond writes in and he says, do you think the Nintendo Labo is a good idea? It's a nice idea. Yeah. Um... Whether it's a good idea is a different thing altogether. It depends what they do with it. I know that sounds kind of cop-out answer. Although, 
what they've actually done with it from a toy mechanic point, uh, view, yes, yeah, actually, is a pretty good idea because yeah, I'm yeah. all for building stuff and making things. Well, that's it. So it's, that's quite it's, cute. It's innovative. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. I've I've always been hesitant about it anyway. I think it's big problem, and the problem that's probably holding people back from actually buying it is the price. Yeah. Mm. If you lower that by a good 20-odd quid, 30 quid, you probably get more people interested in it. I suppose that'd be the same with the, the PSVR as well. Oh, yeah. You just lower yeah. the price down a notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gotta, I've just got to imagine the production cost for the Labo, which is basically just a blueprint with cardboard. Yes. Yeah. That itself can't be that much. No. Granted, maybe the mechanics programming the games around it. Yeah, the cardboard is like, of a higher quality mm. because obviously they want it to be fairly durable. Yeah. But still... At the time, you're only going to get first person, uh, not first person, first party games on that mm. yeah. because no third party is going to touch you with a barge pole at the moment. Ali Bell wrote, uh, wrote to us and said, because of the whole D&D selfie thing going around. What's that? Um, I don't actually know. I think it's. <laughs> We've got our pulse. We've got our fingers on the pulse here, <laughs> yeah. people. The only, <laughs> only podcast to save the gaming <laughs> yeah. industry. What's trying. D&D selfies? I know what D&D is. Yeah. <laughs> you see, this is it. I'm. I'm tr- I've got to imagine that based on the question that's asked, it has something to do with uh, people taking selfies at Dungeons and Dragon games. Okay, okay. cool. Right. So, do you feel people who are into geeky things can ever really call themselves outcasts anymore? Personally, I feel with younger folks, we're almost at a point where being geeky in the right way is quite cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's no ge- people who think they're geeks now for watching Marvel movies, yeah, going to comic conventions, mm-hmm. etc. No, that don't exist no more. Well, you just see how big and popular Comic Cons are. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah and, man. and the cosplay behind that. Yeah. I don't think that. Cosplay is a business now for some yeah, people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, no, I can't. No, no one's no. an outcast anymore. I the, think everyone's... The days of going to the, to the comic book shop and like <laughs> feeling embarrassed doing it, I think, behind us. No, massively. Yeah. I remember going to... You might you might actually remember the comic book shop in Leicester as well. It was, it was quite close to the job centre. Mm. And that was a proper dive. That was one that you got embarrassed. Hell, you felt less embarrassed going into yeah. the adult shop in Leicester yeah. than going to this place. But there was, there's one in Cam- near Camden Market, comic mm. store, old comic book store, and it's great. And it's yeah. packed. Yeah. It's absolutely packed. But then, again, going back to the Comic-Con thing, cosplayers love it. Yeah. You get you. Uh, there was a guy dressed as Deadpool who was he was ridiculously yeah. good with it, yeah. and he's like, "Can I have a photo?" And they're more excited it's, to get asked to do photos than anything else. It's I silly. Think. Like I don't think you can be an outcast for liking yeah. games and comic book characters and things like that. Not I think anymore. if anything, um, I've been seeing what I have to assume is a troll account um, of the martial arts fighter uh, Cobra Tate, Andrew Cobra Tate. Um, if this is if this is him, he's actually a real walking human scumbag. Um, like the guy is just awful. But he has been calling out the fact that he gets his cock sucked and he's getting women laid like left, right, and centre because he's never seen Star Wars. Oh, I saw that count. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Basically, like he's he's done all sorts. Like okay. there's um he's he gone and screenshotted this supposed conversation that he's had where this woman's gone. You're disgusting. You're absolutely abysmal. I cannot believe that you think that you are any kind of definition of a man. Blah 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 blah. Goes on like that, and he literally writes back, "I've never seen Star Wars," and then she writes back to him. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Tate. Let me suck your cock. And I'm like, <laughs> is that genuinely how Star Wars works? Like, you either get to watch Star Wars or be a millionaire that has sex with women. No, no, no. It works like you either watch Star Wars, remain a virgin the rest of your life, or you like disown it and then you get a mad amount of pussy. 
Right. That's pretty much how it works. That's, just, I, I that's a life algorithm I, I now. I don't disown it and still get laid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, what's wrong with that? Are you, not, are you a multimillionaire? No. There we go. It's not really, funded. This is, this is his point. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't help but... But those are the people, like, if that's if that's a real person, like, obviously it's a real person, like, doing this. Yeah. But if this is him turning around going, like, yeah, that's how it works, no. that's your outcast right there. Because yeah, like, yeah. no yeah, one yeah. thinks like that. That is your 90s jock, isn't it, from a high yeah. school movie? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's Flash Thompson back in the day. Sup, <laughs> um, nerd Parker. Mm. Pathfinder Maisie writes in and says, something, something, Link is Zelda? Oh, yeah. yeah. Link is Zelda. Do we think they are? Hell yeah. 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 L- Zelda is just Link and uh, drag. So how do you explain when you see the two of them on screen? Ah, uh, time travel. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, again, personal friend Carl James writes in and says, question, if you stack three slices of bread, one on top of the other, would this be a bread sandwich or a stack of bread? Depends if you're going to eat it. Well, yes, right. If you're going to eat it, it's a bread sandwich. Yes. If it's just in your bread cabinet, bread stack of bread. Yeah. yeah, it's a small loaf. It's just a small. It's just it's an undersized loaf. Yeah, yeah. See, so club sandwich has three layers of bread in it, so yeah. it'd be a sandwich. Do you think it was a sandwich? Mm. That's a club but sandwich. Again, a sandwich, not a bread sandwich. Like, the club sandwich is even though it's got three layers in there, you are the intent is that you want to eat it. Yeah. See, if you were going to have a club bread sandwich, that'd be five <laughs> layers of bread, wouldn't it? So you have bread, bread, middle bread, bread, bread. So uh, to answer your question, Carl James, you have way too much free time at Little Earth, and it is a bread sandwich. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There you go. Well, depending if you're going to eat it or not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's a good question. I do like that one. Yeah. Let's take a break and jump into the news. Okay, brother, fly over in your news plane and drop that news nuke on us. What is the news? Okay, so to kick us off, this comes from IGN. Yay. Nintendo allegedly set to release two new Switch models. Okay. Now, this has been (laughs) kicking around since the 25th of March, so the chances are you've already heard about this, you'll know whether or not, but I'm just pulling this up from when we picked it up. Nintendo is allegedly planning to launch two new versions of the Switch console, potentially as early as this summer. Switch XL and Switch SD. (laughs) A report by the Wall Street Journal claims that Nintendo has an enhanced variant of the Switch in development, bolstered with features targeted at avid video gamers. This will be joined by a cheaper option of the console for casual gamers with the intent of it acting as a successor to the 3DS. The enhanced version reportedly won't be as powerful as PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. Shock. Oh no. (laughs) Which is unsurprising considering Nintendo's history of hardware choices. The more casual focused console will drop functions as Uh, from the standard switch, such as controller vibration, in order to cut costs. Quote, The company judged the new switch models won't need the vibration features because it wouldn't, sorry, there wouldn't be many games released using the full benefit of it, claims one of the Wall Street Journal's sources. Uh, The story cites unnamed parts suppliers and software developers as sources, stating that developers have access to a prototype. It also notes that Nintendo has declined to offer comment. These unnamed sources point to a summer release date, with the story suggesting an announcement at E3 in June, followed by a release a retail release in a few months afterwards. So, no vibro mode. <laughs> no vibro mode. What no do we vibro think? mode. Oh. Um, just another variation of Switch, really, isn't it? It's yeah, not yeah. much to say about so it. I love how they've got stuck up on the fact that they don't want to add vibration bits to the controllers. I mean, it's like, <laughs> really? 
It's, it's fair. Does vibro mode actually add anything to video games these days? Before it was a nice little quirk, but sometimes it can add a bit of tension to it, which well, is good. I suppose it can do with the, the smack back, doesn't it? Yeah. You yeah. know, when you're fighting something, you smack it, and you go like, "Ooh." There are also um, some. I've never there done also that. Some, um, <laughs> you, are, you have not lived, my friend. <laughs> do you remember on um, Metal Gear Solid Three? I think it was it three. Was the, huh? oh, for fuck's sake! It Stop was it. the monitor that you had, and dependent on the vibration sent through the controller, oh, yes. let you know how close certain enemies were. Yeah, that's pretty much only See, when one they time did, that happens, isn't it? I'm sure when they did Aliens Colonial Marines, and you had the reading device. The, 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 the iconic one that made the beams yeah. as the, the aliens got nearer so the controller vibrated at that, the same time as the beep which I thought yeah. was really fucking cool that's like so, Clone Marines is in the incredibly buggy one from Gamebox yeah. that could have been a bug that just panned out very well <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit this I'm, thing's I'm not working I'm pretty sure Gearbox <laughs> went down the toilet after that game as well yeah. well again it's so, Borderlands so that kind of got a little bit of cred into it yeah, yeah. Instead of worrying about that in particular, what do you think to a cheaper variant of the Switch coming out? Well, you'd like it because you'd buy it. I'm looking at the Switch anyway. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Your, your price would drop, wouldn't it? So you'd be like, oh, I'll get a cheap one. I want the games to come down in price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. I, I've <laughs> got one. Games are very expensive. It's ridiculous. I, that's it's strange only... for Nintendo. Usually they're more cheaper ones, aren't they? I know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm quite happy with my Switch. I'm not fussed about getting an updated version. It's like my PS4. It's still the original version. You're not I'm going not fussed, pro. I'm not fussed about the pro or anything no. like that. Um, I just, as I say, I just want the games to be a bit cheaper. And, yeah. And then I might actually invest more time into it. Fair enough. Because it's 60 quid for Legend of Zelda. Right? That is quite a lot. That ain't going to drop either. Like, no, I can't yeah. afford that. You know what? That will never drop until another Zelda game comes out. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm worried about. So Far next to the wild. comes from GameSpot, <laughs> Apple Arcade, what we know about the new game subscription service. So this, uh, again, was March 25th. As was recently rumoured, Apple is expanding its presence of the, into the games industry with a new game subscription service. Hmm. Named Apple Arcade, the service is designed for mobile, desktop, and the living room. You can check out a brief overview of the trailer above, which is actually tied to the article. So go over to the GameSpot Look into uh, Apple Arcade and you'll be able to have a quick look onto that there. Essentially, Apple Services takes the form of a monthly subscription that provides unlimited access to a curated selection of paid titles on the App Store. Development partners include Sega, Konami, Disney, Sumo Digital, Cartoon Network and more. More than 100 exclusive games will become part of the service. More games will be added, quote, all in time, end quote, the company said. It will support games across iOS devices, both iPhones and iPads, Mac OS and the Apple TV, and you'll be able to transfer your progress between these different platforms. In other words, you can move from playing something on your phone to your TV or laptop, for instance. Yeah, they've got the technology to yeah, do so it. I mean, they've got that, the hardware that, already there. That side of it, I don't mind. I think that's a really cool yeah. um, thing for it. But it's a subscription service. Yeah, I'm, but... That's pretty much what they're all trying to head these days, yeah, aren't know. they? So I've not even gone for the PlayStation one. Yeah, I mean, I've not got that. No, well, yeah, I'm starting PlayStation Plus or anything like that. Apple Arcade will be available in 150 countries this fall. One key bit of information, how much it will cost, has not yet mm. been shared. Apple says pricing and more details are still to come. No, in Apple, a lot. Yeah. So, And yeah. then they'll pull out a load of stops for new tech and gadgets to go with it. Yeah, they'll probably try and... Well, if it... If it um, 
goes well, then yeah, the new tech, as in the new MacBooks, the new iPhones, the new iMacs, and all that sort of stuff, will make start making it more of a priority. Yeah. Um, I think it's good that, that Apple are getting involved. Yes, I mean, mm. it's taken them a long time to get into the yeah, games market. I mean, it depends on if they're just going to stick with AAA titles at the beginning to get people involved in invested in their subscription yeah. service. I don't know. If they, but, if they can like go down a more indie route as well, that'd be quite yeah. interesting to see. Because, yeah. like I say, Steam is not particularly great these days, and Epic Games is really, really. Uh, what's the good word for it? <laughs> is there a good word for it? An elitist at the moment. <laughs> Haven't they got like uh, Borderlands Three exclusivity for the first six months oh, of its release? God. That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's half a year. And they're going to rub that in everybody's faces as well. But then again, it's Borderlands, Borderlands 3, so... Well, it, people do like it, it's not on my pull list. No, I feel like no. I've not played the first two. There's a lot, so. of, lot of stats. Yeah. A lot of stats from what I've heard. Next right. one. Next comes from geek.com. EA teases Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for Star Wars Celebration. What's that chap you mentioned that said Star Wars is for nerds? <laughs> no. He will not be listening to this now. Yeah, probably won't. We'll no, seriously doubt he's listening to us anyway. I bet he is. Uh, so, from the article, EA's past few years as the sole publisher of Star Wars video games have been <laughs> not great. No. Multiple games have been cancelled. The games mm-hmm. that have been released have been riddled with potentially illegal amounts of uh, microtransactions. Yeah. And Jade Raymond, the star producer brought in to lead the whole hashtag brand, recently left to work on Google's ambitious Stadia steaming, uh, streaming project instead. Um, star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the final film in the new Star Wars trilogy, releases later this year. So you better believe that EA has a new Star Wars game in the works oh, to catch that yeah. free money at the same time. you got to milk that cow for what it's worth. And if this past February taught us anything, the EA team to pin your hopes on isn't Bioware, currently caught in the hell of post-launch Anthem, but Respawn Entertainment currently basking in the glory of Apex Legends. Yes, it is a weird one, isn't it, for Respawn mm. to do a third-person game, since they have mainly struck gold with first-person. Mm-hmm. Um, although Titanfall 1 and 2 weren't particularly big hitters. Well, Titanfall, I think, did better than the first one, because it actually had a single-player campaign. Wasn't it also rushed a little bit for release as well? It wasn't yeah, I did hear there, was a few, there were a few bugs with it. Yeah, because I know it was an Xbox One launch title, wasn't it, Titanfall? The article goes on anyway. Mm. Uh, Right now, we're pretty sure we know that Jedi Fallen Order is an action-adventure game following a Padawan trying to survive in a galaxy following Order 66, wiping out nearly every other single Jedi before the events of A New Hope. He lost his friends. (laughs) Given the fun and fluid movement of previous Respawn games like Titanfall and Apex Legends, we expect them to do justice by a character who wields the Force and a sick laser sword. We're also hoping for some classic Star Wars Jedi Knight vibes in the gameplay. And that would what, be awesome if it did happen. And what better place yeah, to make it. Kyle Katarn canon again? Yes, yeah. yes. Shit, just make Kyle Katarn in that movie. I am a, I am a big fan of that <laughs> bearded bloke. He is awesome. He is. Do you ever? Do you play Jedi Knight Dark Forces Two? Mm, no. Oh man, I've, I've I've heard about it. Oh mate, you should because well, there's a lot of good in that game actually because yeah, yeah. you know you play with a lightsaber for the first time in a video game. Yeah. And then and it does actually go into third person. Yeah, so you can either that, yeah. swipe it first person mode or you can come out in yeah, third yeah. person which makes more sense mm-hmm. but one of the best little extras that game had 
was very cheesy live action cutscenes. And oh, yeah. promise you, YouTube them, they are absolutely Star, golden. Star Wars Rebel Assault 1 yeah. and 2 were exactly the same. Yeah. The acting was terrible in it. But you oh, loved God, it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Cutscenes that weren't Star Wars, the original film. Because every time now I watch kind of like the latest, you know, the second, the third trilogy, should we say, the Star Wars movies. Well, the shit ones. Yeah, the crap ones, 7, 8 and 9. Um, I think I like to think to myself, this would be so much better for Jedi Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so much better so, if they did many different things. Yes. It's safe to say that you guys are looking forward to this. No. Uh, no. <laughs> what, The Fallen Order or Rise of Skywalker? The Fallen Order. No. no. I need to see actually gameplay yeah, before I get myself excited. No. I'm, I'm going to wait. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow, anyway, so... We're excited for Jedi Knight. Next, <laughs> we go to the standard.co.uk. Prince Harry said the video game Fortnite shouldn't be allowed as he spoke at a young person's charity meeting in West London. The Duke of Sussex warned of the toxic effects of the video game and social media, describing it as more addictive than drugs and alcohol during a discussion of young people's mental health at South Ealing's YMCA. Probably does have a point there, to a certain degree. Um, yeah. The event was organised by Heads Together, a mental health initiative led by the Prince and his wife, Meghan Markle, and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Speaking to representatives of charities, including Stonewall, Stonewall and Young Minds, Harry said, there's too much negativity surrounding mental health and it must be so hard for young people to talk about it. Social media is more addictive Sorry, it's more addictive than drugs and alcohol, and it's more dangerous because it's normalised and there are no restrictions to it. We are in a, we are in quite a mind-altering time and quite an exciting time because everyone in this room has the opportunity to make a real difference. The Duke of Sussex went on to call for a ban of the popular video game Fortnite, saying it was irresponsible. Quote, a game like Fortnite, for instance, may not be so good for children. Parents have got their hands up. They don't know what to do about it, he said. He went on and said, it's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up on your doorstep and families being broken down. Fortnite shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit of having that game in your household? It's created to addict, an addiction to keep you in front of your computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. Could say that about a lot of games, though. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I think. Right, I think. Just well. Let me. Let go, me go, just go. You do real it. quickly. You do it. You do it. Okay. Right. Okay. I. I don't know what kind of authority Harry is yeah. when it comes to the video game industry, but you will find that a lot of consoles come with a fucking plug. Unplug it. Mm. If you. If your parents do not know what to do, unplug the fucking consoles. Yeah. There you go. Done. Well, well, that's the, well, that's the thing. I know. Um... My fucking mother and my mum and dad. They used to, honestly. They used to unplug my fucking back when I was a little little boy. Had a Sega Mega Drive. They used to unplug the Mega Drive and take the fucking console yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. What parents do these days? Well, from my experience, from you know, just sitting around supermarkets and all that. Not supermarkets. Uh, shopping centres and all that. You know, mm. having a coffee and yeah, watching yeah. families X, Y, and Z. Uh, to shut the kids up, it's like there you go, yeah, have your yeah. phone and play on it. Yeah. And with I know why Fortnite is probably taking the biggest kick in is because it's access on every piece of hardware you can get. Yeah, you yeah. can play on your phone, you can play on your Switch, you can play on any mobile device. So obviously, it's going to be way but more I addictive. Yeah. But there but, are still restrictions that can be put in place. I mean, you can yeah. shut your Wi-Fi off. You can you can restrict Wi-Fi access to certain uh, yeah. devices. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is pretty much a case it's of... It's called parental control. That's They've it. They've been around for a long yeah. time. That's it, more than anything else. It's not so much a child. I mean, a child is... 
It's like um, if you get a kid saying, okay, what do you want for dinner? And he says, I want ice cream. He's going to gorge himself on nothing but ice cream. Yeah, Parents yeah. are in place to put boundaries. Yeah, you know? Parents have a responsibility yeah. to make sure that appropriate steps are being taken. Yeah. yeah, so in that case, you can't really blame video games. You can't really blame this. It's more of a parental thing. In other words, parents, do your job. Yeah, parent up. Yeah, do it. Slinger says, it's, it's hashtag. Comments, it's comments like, where is the benefit in video yeah, games? Yeah. Well, where's the benefit in having a record player? Where's the benefit in social media? Where's the benefit in comic That's actually yeah. quite a good question. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it yeah. is and it isn't, yeah. but like, social media is a great way for many people to connect and yeah. learn about different things. Yeah. And, I, and also I just, keep Kardashians in their millions. Yeah. But that's the I, negative side of... Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's the negative right there. Like, it, it just it bothers the shit out of me because... I just do not understand why he's taken such a hard stance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it seems almost unfounded. He is very much, uh, was it, pro-mental health though, isn't he, Prince Harry? Yeah. yeah. Which I, the I, thing I, is, I, ha I, I will happily... With, no with, one uh, at this table is disputing that. No. No. No one, no one at this table is disputing pro-mental health no. steps. I think sometimes what happens is the story of video games and yeah. mental yeah, health kind of gets lost because of well, the whole kind of like GTA is a bad thing, don't play yeah. video games. You know, there was, I'm sure there was a news article we did on here uh, sort of three or four episodes back where they were blaming GTA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Shropshire yeah. star. And, yeah. and then it had <laughs> nothing to do with GTA yeah, at all. Know. It's like you're just basically I, finding an excuse and pinning it. Yeah, I was, it's got um, nothing to do with it. I was in uh, CEX the other day. Um, do we know your name in there, but interest? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? We, had, we had a stack of about twenty-five DVDs. And we said, "Oh fuck it!" Like they're just gathering dust in the attic. Yeah. Mm. We'll sell them. I got eighty-one p. Turns out, no one watches no. DVDs. Um, Brilliant. Did you feel old and go? What is this device? Yeah. Yeah. Where is the blue tag on top of this case? <laughs> so I. I was in there and I was like, do you know what, fuck it, like, I'll have a look around and I uh, I happened to pick something up for myself but there was this kid and he could not have been older than 11 years old mm. and his mum was in there and uh, she was, whilst I was selling these DVDs, she was complaining to the guys behind the counter and went, this is the second game that we have had to bring back to you, it doesn't work, okay, all their games work because they have a process of testing all their yeah. games yeah. Yeah, and there's good. a warranty. They yeah. give you a warranty yeah. for when they sell you the game. <laughs> so are you sure that you're doing it right? Or I thought, no, you obviously know what you're doing. Mm. You just you want to get the game back and you want a refund. And you want yeah. to trade for something else. It doesn't. It wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. You're swapping it basically. Yeah. Um, and whilst I was looking at games for myself, the kid came over with his mum and they were having a look. And the mum said to this kid, "What about this one? Um, I don't know his, what his fucking name was. Um, Algebra." Keenan, yeah. Keenan. Algebold. Yeah, Algebold. Yeah. Algebold. What about this one, Algebold, which you picked up in Grand Theft Auto 5? <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Yes, like, get him that one. Like, he it's... needs to be like twice his current age yeah, to be yeah. old enough to play that. Yeah. And he was like, Mum, no, the new one's coming out. And I, I thought, oh, I'll just stand here and not say anything. And she started, <laughs> no, she started ask him, where's he got his sources from? When's six coming out? Yeah, she yeah. started having this argument with him. and like, no, it's not. This is the new one. I'm, I'm telling you, Archibald, this is the new one. He's like, no, it's not, Mum. And I couldn't help it. I was just like, it's fucking poor mother. She's being beaten up <laughs> verbally by her fucking 10-year-old son. Yeah. I just turned around and went, that's the new one. He doesn't know. Shut him up. That's that. Yeah. And she's like, look, the man's just said. And he's like, no. I think there's a new one. I'm like, 
I fucking like, you got any idea the amount of money they're making on Red Dead Online <laughs> yeah. and fucking Grand Theft Auto Online? Yeah. There's not a GTA 6. You don't know your fucking sources. Shut your fucking mouth, Archie. Bitch slap. Um, <laughs> but the point is, is that this the, woman then The point is, you schooled a 12-year-old. Good man. High five. Yeah. Yeah. There she walked <laughs> off and bought an 18-rated game, Grand Theft Auto 5, for her 10, 11-year-old. Mm. Even you though know, you schooled him. Where was Prince Harry? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what I mean? Someday I always ask that question. <laughs> yeah. uh, last but certainly not least, this one comes from the PlayStation blog. This was posted 10th of April. PSN online ID change features uh, are all launching, and here are some questions for the long-awaited feature. Oh, right. you can change your name, right? You can, yes. So, Ooh, where time. and how can I change my online ID? So, if go you're on your PS4, you go to your PS4, you go into settings, you go to account management, account information, profile, and then online ID. You enter an online ID of your choice, and you then choose from one of the suggestions. Uh, and then you follow the on-screen prompts to complete the change. Done. Can you change your online ID for your PS3 or Vita? No. Oh. Next. Do, do I have to pay to change my ID? How much will it cost? The very first change is free. Yay. Anything after that is a subsequent $7.99. Get <laughs> fucking rooted. Per change. Why? Imagine if you spell it wrong. If you're a PS Plus member, it will only cost you $3.99. Oh, that's so much better. I like that, yeah. It's, will my friends yeah. be able to find me with my new online ID? No. The answer is yes, but only for up to 30 days. When changing your online <laughs> ID, you'll have to the option to display your old ID next to your new ID in your profile for 30 days. This will make it easy for your friends to notice your ID change. You have no friends. That's why you're changing your name. How many times can I change your ID? As many times as you want. Can you revert back to the old ID? Yes, you can, as long as it doesn't violate the terms of service. Do you have to pay to revert back to an old ID? No, reverting is free. What happens to my old ID? Can someone else take it? No, your old online ID is only available to you. Damn it, I was kind of so looking forward to being Rodney Broddle. <laughs> if I change my online ID multiple times, can I revert back to any of my past IDs? Yes, you can revert back to any of your previous online IDs as long as they do not violate the terms of service. So we have to type this up. I feel sorry for him. I don't know. Um, Just put yes. How many times can I revert back to an old ID? As many times as you want. Can I? Sorry. Can any account change their online ID? Children's accounts cannot change their online ID. <laughs> Uh, do all games support online ID change? No. no. A large majority of the most played PS4 games that we tested support the feature. We recommend that you check this list of tested games, there's a hyperlink here in the blog, before you actually make the change. PS3 games and Vita games are not supported. So, oh. that was one of the issues. That's that you up. screwed, man. <laughs> um... No, not at all. Like my, I actually I like, like my, my PSN ID. <laughs> Why are you, Rodney Broddle? No, I'm the underscore Rodney. Okay. It, done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that is it. What do you mean by a game supports the online ID change if it was originally published on or after April 1st, 2018? April Fool's Day. Uh, the game must have launched for the first time on or after April 21st, Sorry, April 1st, 2018, to support the online ID change feature. So um, things like Grand Theft Auto 5 
just thinking that's been out for what three years so Probably potentially that, that will not mm. support your id change no. oh you'll forever be blastmaster 69 whereas uh you know destiny won't but destiny 2 might or the division yeah, 2 yeah. will do you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. um hmm, i so, see yeah. i see i see hmm. um i see continue right, thanks how, why many, how many it, more questions have we got left on this? this? There's 18. I'm getting through oh, them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> why is it that only games published after April 1st, 2018 were developed to support online ID change? Games published after this date were developed using tools that support online ID change at a system level. Uh, will all PS4 games released in the future support the feature? No. They don't guarantee <laughs> and they're hoping so. So in other words, no. Um, I saw that there are a lot of potential issues and risks associating with changing my online ID. How do I know that I won't run into these? All right, again, hyperlink here. Please go check it out. It's on the blog post. We recommend that you check this list of tested games before you make the actual change. A large majority of the most played PS4 games that we tested support the feature, and we expect major issues to occur in only a small number of games. However... When there are 90-odd million fucking PS4s out there, it could quite easily be you. Yes, 10% is still a big fucking number. Mm. What kinds of issues could I potentially run into? While we don't expect many of these, your previous online ID may remain visible to you and some players in some areas. So that's by the by. Yeah. You may lose progress within games, including (sighs) game save data, leaderboard data... And progress towards trophies. Do you not think they should have tested that out before they came up with that? No, um, they don't give two shits. <laughs> well, they can, parts, if you're eight quid for it. Exactly. Parts of your game and applications may not function <laughs> properly, both online and offline. <laughs> oh you may lose access to content, including paid-for content, oh, that you may have acquired for your games, including content like add-ons and virtual currency. So, basically, don't change your name. That's ridiculous. Uh, What should I do if I encounter an issue by changing my online ID? If you experience issues while playing a game that is not on the list of tested games, we recommend that you revert back to your previous online ID that did not have those issues. Reverting back should resolve most issues. Okay, right, key points there. Reverting back should resolve most issues. Issues. <laughs> Basically, yeah. what they're saying is, yeah, you can change it, but if it fucks up, you can change it back. It might still be fucked up. It might fix it's, it. It's going to yeah, might yeah, not. not. You know, you know. <laughs> so, I realised that was a, a little bit of a waffle, but I really wanted to go through that because obviously, if you're thinking about changing your online ID, you may want to think real fucking hard. And if your online ID is something like Michael Jackson me. fan number 69, then you're stuck with that. It just yeah. infuriates <clears throat> me that they go, oh yeah, you, you know, we're giving you PS Plus memberships and stuff like that, but it's going to cost you eight quid to change your name. Yeah. Oh, mind you, if you're a PS Plus member, it's only going to oh, cost you £4. Oh, four four quid. Quid. oh wow. Damn, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sold on that's that. That's half price. I can do it twice the price of one. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> brilliant, that. You can't. You're not a PS Plus member. I know. What's your PSN ID? Chris Langer. What's yours? AJ Millwallian. Mine's the underscore Rodney. Mine's the only one that's realistically different from our current Twitter handles. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. with that in mind, so that, yeah. are you really that bothered no. to the point that you would change it? No, I'm just quite happy I got Chris Slinger. Uh, my, my, my Twitter best handle. ever ID name was when I was playing Call of Duty on the PC, and I called myself... Ass Blaster? No, Angry Millwall Fan, 
So it came up saying you were killed by an angry Millwall fan or an angry Millwall fan killed you. Fucking brilliant. I am. Um, and then everyone became angry at Millwall. <laughs> One of the guys that we follow on uh, Twitter, um, his name is Davros. His surname is Punk. He's not allowed to change his ID because obviously it thinks it's Davros Punk. <laughs> oh, uh, that's brilliant. That. <laughs> <laughs> some issues there <laughs> a little bit uh, right so we're going to take one last final break and then we're going to come back have a quick game and then we're going to go bye 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 for now me alright so this is a bit of a change around yes Sling, it is you have a game for us indeed I do with the release of the new Joker trailer yeah do we all see that yes what do you think of that um I'm so so on it. Yeah. yeah. There's um, something about romanticizing the Joker that doesn't work for me. No. For me, it's always kind of a case of if you're going to use the Joker, you've got to have kind of like the Batman with it. Yeah, Remember yeah. the rumors that were going around yeah. there was going to be a Loki movie? And I was like, yeah. that only works you are, with Thor. Yeah. You are kind of getting it. They've got a young Bruce Wayne cast. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. But that, I hate that. I yeah, hate I the do. fact that the character isn't strong enough to be yeah. the Batman, an individual person. Yeah. But either way, to celebrate, and we put that yes. in quotation marks, <laughs> our game today is Joker Quotes. So yeah. you get points for if you can name the actor and yeah. the movie. Okay. okay. So is this across all Batman suits, so animated and... Animated, but I'd stick it to movies. Okay. So that way I haven't thrown in like, you know, a very random Yeah, I'm going to need your help with series. that because yeah. I haven't seen any of the animated ones. To be, to be ones. fair, the animated ones, Mark Hamill. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they changed a couple of them though, didn't they? There was, there was a couple of standalone ones. Yeah, for the most part, Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill did the run of the Joker for the longest time. No. So it's like get... Kevin Conroy. He's, yeah, yeah. he's the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, yeah. So you get a point for naming the movie and another point for naming yeah. the actor. Right. So you've got two points. You get two points in total. Are you scoring? I'll score because I've got the well, okay. when I've got the notes in front of me. Are so we working to together with this one or you know, well, yeah. you I know, go against each other. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel I've got a bit of an unfair advantage here. Then just abuse it. Alright. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna put but C I think, for I think we're gonna work together. We're gonna work together because I want to see what we get between the two. Yeah, of us. All right. Okay. But right. as I say, the the animated stuff. Yeah. Uh, no luck. We'll see how we crack on. Okay. So first quote. I'm not gonna bother the voices either because that'd be just diabolical. Yeah. yeah. Please, please, please try not massacre anything. Oh, it'd just be horrible, especially if I have to do the Mark Hamill voice. Just give us the quote. <laughs> if you're good at something, never do it for free. That's Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Correct. Spot off. <laughs> Brave New World, which has such yetzes in it. Remember. It's not Cesar you get, you get a, you get a point for the actor and a point for the movie. That's not Cesar Romero from the original 66 Batman. No, I, didn't no. I wasn't that cruel to well, you know, go that far back. Brave New World, that which has, has such yetzes in it. That feels like a Mark Hamill line. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. But the question is, what movie is it from? It's not... Is it Return of the Joker? It is, well done. Yes. <laughs> God, I felt like fishing that. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I could feel it. Do you know when you're like, I can feel that? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that's Mark Hamill because yeah. I can hear him saying yeah, yeah. it, but I couldn't remember what it was. Well done. Okay, your next one. I can't wait to show you my toys. This one may be a bit tougher for you. 
That's Jared Leto's Suicide Squad. It is. Well done. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Yeah. I'm surprised I never got that. Really. I'm surprised I managed to get that <laughs> yeah, film and actually, actually watch it and remember the quote. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about how much you love Suicide Squad now. <laughs> I hate it. It's a horrible film. <laughs> and yet, you remember that quote. Yeah, I know. Song. Yeah, let's just get on with it. <laughs> never rub another man's rhubarb. Jack Nicholson, the original Batman. Correct. Film. Not the original, the 89 Batman Which film. Which one was that one? Which bit was that? It's um, just after he's shot Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne and he looks down at the supposedly dead body that's and he goes, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. never rub on over the man's rhubarb. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 I love it. Batman, darling. This one's a bit more obscure. You get this. Then you've this got is an major gear film. points. You get major nerd points if you get this. Yeah, you're, uh, you're on your own with this one. Yeah, you scratch that noggin. You tickle those grey matter cells. It's not Joe DiMaggio? No. But you are right, think in animation. I'll give you that. Yeah. Think, I'll give you another clue as well. Think iconic story it's based off of. <sighs> See, I, I've got the killing joke in my head. Close. You're in the right sort of ballpark for stories, but it's not that one. So, iconic Batman stories, you've got the killing joke. Yeah, what else you got? Under the Red Hood, which it would... If it was Joe DiMaggio, it would be that, but it's yeah, not. It's not so that one. It's... No, because that's not so much iconic as this one. We're thinking Killing Joke level. No, because I've, I've now got the oh. Joe DiMaggio one where he's him and Robin are in their warehouse at the end. Mm, that's not it. No. Oh, fuck. Um, I... Batman, darling. I really don't know. No. You give up? Yeah. yeah. The Dark Knight Returns... Michael Ennison. Yeah. Yeah. No, no idea. No. I wouldn't think you'd get the actor, but I thought you might get the, the Dark Knight Returns. Returns. Which oh joke? shit! Yeah. Yes. You know when Batman the returns. Frank, the Frank Miller story. That's yes. Ah. Oh. No, you. It's, no, it's an amazing book. Yeah. You've got to read it. Okay. Frank Miller, uh, Dark Knight. Is it the Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, the Dark Knight Returns because the follow-on with Lynn Varley was the Dark Knight Strikes, Strikes Again. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So what's an old-timer like you want with a two-timer like me? <laughs> that is Mark Hamill. Yep. And that is uh, The Mask of the Phantasm. Correct. Yes, I fucking love that film. Yeah. <laughs> it was based on uh, Batman's The Animated Series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Kevin like Conroy as yeah, well as yeah. Batman. Brilliant. Because his origin story for that, wasn't it? So yeah, well. yeah. And I thought my jokes were bad. That's Heath Ledger, Dark Knight. Correct. Mm. Well done. I have given a name to my pain, and is Batman. Jack Nicholson, Hell Batman yes. 89. Yes, well done. Well, as my plastic surgeon always says, if you got to go, go, go with a smile. smile. Jack Nicholson, Nicholson, 89. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, behind all the stern and the batarangs, you're just a little boy in a play suit crying for mummy and daddy. Oh, then. Keep going. Keep saying the rest. I actually got, I haven't got the rest. <laughs> have you not? No. It wasn't. Um, be, it wouldn't be so pathetic if I didn't. I was like, if it wouldn't be so pathetic, I laughed. Oh hell, I'll laugh anyway. Well, that's that's the that's Mark Hamill and the Killing Joke. Isn't no, it's not it's the Killing not. Joke. You're right in saying it's Mark Hamill. Mm. It's a really iconic bit in um, Return of the Joker. That's okay. quote. It's it's the flashback. It's um, basically where he's tortured Tim Drake, yeah. one of the Robins, and he's found out all the secrets and. 
Oh, do you know what? It's it's just it's so good. Let's just listen to it now. Just, just yeah. listen to it now. We're gonna we're just gonna here, just listen to this. I think it's absolutely wonderful. You really need to do hear it firsthand to know how good it is. To share such secrets with me. Secrets that are mine alone to know, Bruce. It's true, Batsy. I know everything. And kind of like the kid who peeks at his Christmas presents, I must admit, it's sadly anticlimactic. Behind all the sturm and batarangs, you're just a little boy in a play suit crying for mommy and daddy. It'd be funny if it weren't so pathetic. No, what the heck, I'll laugh anyway. <laughs> Damn, that was good. And then right at the end when Batman actually breaks through and he starts beating the shit out of Joker, Colin Conrad comes and goes, I'll break you. Yeah. Oh, oh bats. Yeah. If you had the backbone for that sort of thing, you would have done it years ago. Yeah, it's brilliant. Me, on the other hand, bang. Yeah, shoots him. It's <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Wow. And the the way that... Oh, it's such a good fit. You mm. need to watch it. It is a brilliant... It's one of the best Batman stories. Um, it really is. The way it... It ends is, uh, and this is kind of how the Bat family breaks in this particular oh, okay. story, yeah. is that this twisted, brainwashed, tortured version of Robin mm. that they have twisted into a little Joker Jr. Oh, is that the one where he, he fires the gun at the end and fires yeah. it? And it and says bang, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. And he turns around and says, that's not funny. That's not that's funny, not funny yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he gets yeah. shot. It's brilliant. Yeah. Because there's a, there's brilliant. There's so many good quotes from that movie, especially the one where he goes against um, McGuinness in the final showdown. Yeah. If it's a whooping you're wanting, rolls up his sleeves. <laughs> That's it. Run away. So about your speed anyway. You know, Mark. Ham I don't know what the hell Mark Ham was on for that recording session, mm. but he was on like gold dust mixed in with diamonds or washed in cocaine and just snorted <laughs> it straight up there and delivered the best joke performance he's given. I. I love the Joker. Mm. I, I really want this new film to do well. I must admit, I did like the soundtrack to the trailer. Yeah. That was really good, actually. You know. I really want it to do well. I'm just not convinced on Joaquin Phoenix, though. No, I'm actually convinced I, by him. I am. It's a story I'm more a bit right. more, like, weird about, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he does do, from the trailer, he does do some very good physical uh, acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, bringing his body in, contortion it around. He, can, he does look a bit freaky yeah. from behind. Yeah. Watching him really pull on his cheeks to get that smile, that smile. Mm. and as he cries, like you mm. see the tear that rolls down as he's trying to pull his cheeks up. Mm. It's it's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Like I think he's going to be fantastic. And I will say, say what you want about Suicide Squad, mm. and say what you want about many of the different films. Mm. The wonderful thing about the Joker is that every time you see him on screen, he is a different version of yeah, that yeah. character oh, God, yeah. there's no bad version of the joke no even leo like there's nothing bad about him no it was just you just have to prefer like most people prefer other jokers yeah, yeah. there was nothing wrong with it like that bit where he straddles that guy that's in the seat and he just rubs his hand over and he says oh, i feel like we're gonna be friends like yeah. that's that gives me chills to think about it brilliant the only problem with uh, was it Suicide Squad's joke? It just feels a very nineties comic joke in a sense with yeah, all the tattoos and all that mm, sort of yeah. stuff. Um, but it feels well, like that. But it's a different Joker. It's like you know, Jack Nicholson's is different to Heath Ledger's. Mark yeah. Hamill's different to this. Hell, yeah. every com you get a gangster, you get a genius, you yeah. get a monster, you get you know, you get a background like with Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get some. You get to like Scott Schneider's, which has completely no background whatsoever. Some sort of immortal foe. Yeah. You know, then you get. Um, 
was it Sean Murphy's from the White Knight, mm. you know, yeah, goes same. tells you all about it. Yeah. You were telling me about that the other day, White Knight. Yeah, sequel coming out in July, Curse of the White Knight. But apparently they had to go to, was it Warner Brothers? Mm. To get rights to call him Jack Napier. Because Jack oh, Napier, wow, okay. yeah, that was that, used for the, the eighty nine Bat- Batman, yeah. Yeah. and it was it wasn't canon, was it? No, it wasn't because the Joker did not have a name up to that point. I'm sure they've used that in other ones as well. They've called him Jack, but I don't think they've ever outright called him Jack Napier. Mm, because that's actually get special permission to actually use his name for the White Knight. Thank you, Twitter. Mm. Thank you, Sean Murphy's account for that. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, but. That's enough. Um, that's enough fanboying over the Joker. So you guys pretty much got uh, well. You got eight out of twenty. Not eight out of twenty. Sorry, you got more. Eighteen out of twenty. You got well nine out of ten. So times yeah, the, that. Go us. You only got the Dark Knight one wrong. Dark, sorry, the Dark Knight Returns one wrong. Oh, that breaks me. That was that was a trick one in there for you. Right. So I'm going to close it out. So thank you for once again joining us for this that has been episode thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. As always, please feel free to follow us on Twitter. Alex, you are at AJ Mulwallius. Slinger, you are at Chris Slinger, and I am at Rodney Broddle. The main page is at Pixel underscore Prep. Uh, we are sitting around two twenty-six followers at time of recording. Let's get to two thousand. Yes, right, yeah, have a jump. I'll, I'll be happy with 250. We'll get all those bots on. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you very much. Please remember that you can now listen to us on uh, Spotify. Spotify as well. Thank you very much. Um, please do us a favour. If there's a like button, like it. If there's a subscription button, please subscribe to it. Just anything that helps kind of spread us all about. We uh, very much appreciate it. <laughs> um, and until next time, we're going to love you and leave you. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. We love you lots. Especially Bye. you, Colin. <laughs>